Hey guys, this is Chaitan. And this is Abby. And this is Who Got Next, episode 78. So last night we got to see the LA Lakers in action against the Phoenix Suns, as well as two other games. Um, game three of the Trailblazers in Denver and game three of Milwaukee versus Miami. To start it off, we started off night with Bucks and Heat, but the big story of the night is the Los Angeles Lakers beating the Phoenix Suns by 14. Um, the game in the first half started off, it was like a defensive battle. It was 43-40. Uh, everything looked good on Chris Paul's side. He hit a couple of mid, uh, mid-range jump shots, it, and everything looked bright on my uh, on the Phoenix side of things. You know, they're playing close game. But it was in the third and fourth quarters where the Los Angeles Lakers really took over. And I'd say, you know, that third quarter was a big quarter. They outscored Phoenix 33-23. Anthony Davis, again, big game, 34 points, 11 rebounds, and a steal. Uh, DeAndre Ayton was the top performer for Phoenix with 22 points, 11 rebounds, and and a steal. And Devin Booker was ejected for a foul on Dennis Schroeder, which pretty much turned the game i would say he shot six for 19 from the field in his 41 minutes uh not the strongest performance from devin booker this year but i think the big news here is chris paul played 27 minutes took three shots ended the game with six uh, seven points and six assists uh not the typical chris paul numbers you know we always talk about chris paul's injury history in the playoffs and I think this is just one of those cases where, hey, we don't get to see the real Phoenix Suns without Chris Paul. Your thoughts, Abby? Uh, listen, I know we all got fooled. We all got fooled. I thought Chris Paul, as in Mikael Bridges spoke on him, a lot of players spoke on his behalf. He was at shoot around. He looked good, felt better. And to be honest, he did. In the first half, first, he made a couple of mid-range shots that looked like, yo, that's Chris Paul right there. Splash, didn't hit the rim, straight up went through the net. And the game was the, the Suns did have a lead, small lead, in the I think it was in the, in the second quarter. And then obviously the Lakers uh, took the lead, and it was forty to forty three at halftime. But yo man, like sit the man down. Like if you sat if you sat him down yesterday, and listen, you lost. So you lost. Now you know that you lost. What were you going? What were you thinking going into the game that you were gonna win? I assume, ha, maybe hard headed thinking. Yo, we still have a chance to win this game. First game, first uh, playoff game in Staples in what seven years, eight years, 2013 at least. So, I, you know, they should have rested. Plus, they get two days off this time. You have off today and you have off tomorrow and you play Sunday. So, you would have had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. And I don't know. Now I don't know anymore. Like, I can't, I can't listen to these people. I can't listen to these injury reports. Always probable. He's not a game time decision. He's not Chris Paul. He's a shell of himself. And frankly, it it sucks. Like you work your ass off the number two seed, greatest season in a decade for the team. And this is what happens. It's just I I hope for his sake, for the team's sake, they can pull out the next game. Because then we have a series. Because then you have two home games in Phoenix after that. So Hey man, the 
without Chris Paul, they're not going to win. Simple as that. They, they don't have, they can't. They can't win without him. I think the most simple way to look at this is with you have, you are 27 and nine at home. You have two games back in Phoenix. Just win one in LA. That's all you need to do. And I think that, I mean, you can say that about any series, but in, in the case of Phoenix's, yeah, maybe they could have got, I agree with you. They could have gotten away with not playing Chris Paul yesterday. You have to, like, like you said, you have to win one game. So we sacrifice this game. We maybe win the next one. Exactly. Like you, you got to play in the case of, okay, if, if this stinger is way worse than we think it is, we give them. It's not a stinger. It's not a stinger. Yeah, it, it is something. It's something else. It might be cervical. We don't know what it is. It, it's got to be at least a contusion. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a, You can't. A stinger is a. It's called a stinger for a reason. Reason. It's there. It goes away. Yep, but in this case, like okay, you sat. If you believe in your team, with a healthy Chris Paul, can beat the Los Angeles Lakers. I would have sat him game three and just hope that game four, he is fully healthy and back. Because then it's a series. But now we're just, okay, give him fr- uh, Friday off. Give him Saturday off, and hopefully by Sunday, he's back to the old Chris Paul. What I hated yesterday, on top of everything else, was watching these Lakers hot-dogging acting like, yo, we're doing something crazy when you're up 19. You'll have some sort. I'm all for having fun because sports is about having fun. I'm all about that. But you clowning them, acting like, oh, my God, we're, we're up 19. We're dogging you. You're beating a damaged team, a hurt team, and you're acting like that. And then the Suns run a little bit of a run and cut the lead down to eight. I didn't see them hot-dogging after that. I didn't see them, you know, the whole bench – pretending like they were LeBron James posting up Jay Crowder. I didn't see any of that after that. So I hate this behavior. I'm all, there's a difference between having fun and being disrespectful. And I felt that's where the line was crossed yesterday. And you can frame it how you want to. In my opinion, if I play someone, I am not an NBA player or a professional athlete, but if I'm playing anyone, even at the park, if I know that I'm supposed to win, then once I do it, I'm not going to add something on top of that. And that's what they're doing here. Like, you're supposed to beat these guys now. Chris Paul is not playing. Like, he's actually not playing. He's playing 20 minutes. This is not Chris Paul. This is not the MVP that he could have actually won the award. Yeah. So, I don't know why in the world. And that's when when something like this happened, that's when I saw, yo, I can't cheer for people. I can't cheer for that. I can't root for that. Even though I picked the damn Lakers for the series, I don't give a shit. I am all for, yo, Phoenix, respond. And I think that, that scene right there, that could make the, that could have motivated the Suns for the next game. At least I hope it did. I hope it did. I think you, taking the case of game one, Utah and Memphis, the, the rookie Desmond Bain was, was talking to uh, the Jazz. I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, one, you're poking the wrong bear, and two, Donovan Mitchell's not playing. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get how anyone in any, any, any field of work you may be in, if you know that the thing you're going up against is not at 
then you know you're supposed and you're supposed to beat them, then it's not like there's no merit to it. Get take care of business and go home. That's not what happened yesterday. Exactly. Like in the case of Chris um Trey Young talking to New York. Well, New York was fully healthy. They were fully loaded. Yep. Hey. Like the perfect example is the Dallas Mavericks. They dogging you at your crib. You tank to play us. They can say all they want. They can do. They can dance. They can make. They can do whatever. Luka Doncic with his one legged three pointers. They can do whatever they want because the Clippers straight up disrespected them. Straight up disrespected them. They tanked against the two worst teams in the NBA to play you, and then you're going to their crib. They're the favorite. You're not, and you dogging them. That is different. That's completely different, and that's how. That's the best way to, to describe the or comp the two instances. I mean, it's. And it's so bad that, hey, Dallas is not even the favorite in this game. They're up 2-0. Yeah, even today. Even today. Like, great. Because they're going by the team. They're going by the team. They're going by, like, yo, the the flip has to switch eventually. There's no way that that they're going to shoot almost got near 50% from three again, being Dallas. And we'll see. We'll see. We have our thoughts on who's going to win tonight. I hope it goes one way over the other, but we'll see. But now let's let's change topics here. Let's let's shift gears to this was just like watching paint dry, in my opinion. The Miami Heat versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Jimmy Butler post game after 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 game two said, "There's no way we could play any worse." Um, I don't know if I I don't think. The Bucs played as good as they played game two, but I think the Miami Heat played worse than they played in game two. So, yeah, you can play worse, and we saw it. Bro, that is straight disgusting. You are professional basketball players, and you had, I think, 40 points in the thir- into the third quarter. Into the third quarter. Bro, Jimmy Butler showed up. I give, I give him respect because Jimmy Butler, he's a dog. We all know about him. He's been a dog. You're a Chicago Bull fan, obviously. He born and raised there. His story is amazing. He should be a symbol of like excellence for everyone growing up. But he showed up, he had 18 points in the first half. They're, everyone else looked like they had no idea how to play basketball. Duncan Robinson, where were you? Tyler uh, Dragic, they started Dragic in the Kendrick Nunn. Um, Bam Adebayo has been MIA. I don't know what's going on with him. I have no idea. I One game, I understand it. I always give players one game. Like, yo, one game, anything can happen. Bro, this is three straight games. He looks like he can't shoot anymore. His free, th- he, uh, yeah, he, it's just, it's just sad to see him. Tyler Hero, yo, Tyler Hero, bro, you gotta do something. Jason Tatum already made fun of you for being a bubble hero. He's about, he's, he's right at this point. Tyler Hero, listen, bro, you showed way too much to be playing like this. So, whatever it is, 3 0, bro, that's disgusting. It's disgraceful. Miami, Milwaukee clearly remembers what happened last year. And give it, give credit. This is not the Bucks. From the past. Yep. And they straight taking care of business. And this series is over. It was already over, but now it's fully over. And tomorrow it should end. This should be the first series that ends in the first round tomorrow at 1.40 p.m. when the game tips off. Eastern time. Yeah, there's not much to say about this. The only guy that looked like he was playing basketball was Jimmy Butler. Yep. It it looks like a struggle for Miami to even score. And I think but when you're saying prior to us hitting a quarter was 
They traded for Victor Oladipo for a reason. It's because no one else on this team can make their own, can create their own shots other than Jimmy Butler. And that's exactly what it looks like right now. Uh, props to Milwaukee's defense. Yeah, which they, were, they were bringing it. Always been high on. It was never their defense that we always com- uh, complained about. It was, their defense was always there. Uh, they played absolutely phenomenal defensively. And I think the most underrated thing about this Milwaukee team is they're shooting. They didn't have a great shooting. They had great shooting games the first two games. I think game one of this series is the epitome of this series. Miami shot 23s and made them. I mean, they made 23s. The Bucks played. They made five only. That was probably their worst three-point percentage of the whole year, and mm-hmm. they still won. So that, that probably told you. That game one probably epitomized everything to for you. That Miami needs to do that, and we need to be this bad for us to even be in an overtime game and still win. So yeah. unless Miami somehow makes 25 threes in the next four games straight, this series is over. And Milwaukee, they advance because they know they need to hurry up Take care of business because they know the real bit their biggest challenge is the next series. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. Game two, Milwaukee shot 42% from three. And it is probably one. And it's crazy because Giannis went one for seven. Drew Holiday went one for four. DiVincenzo went one for six. It was the guys off the bench. Brandon Ford is a shooter. I said it before the season started. What a yep. pickup. He won what 69. Um, it, I think that's going to be the, the – their shooting has been on and off. But the fact that they put up a hundred and – where is it? What was it put, they put up yesterday? 113. They put up 132 the night uh, – game two. And then on game one, they put up 109. They're – Easily, just hey, we might not be shooting. even the nice. They're not shooting great. They're putting up 110 points, and I think that that is also a big difference in this team compared to last year. Where hey, their shooting wasn't that great last year. So I think that's the a Milwaukee big. Milwaukee Bucks, you sum this up, missionary style, whatever style you want to talk about it. They took them apart. They dogged them, whichever up, down, sideways, across. I don't know how to even describe it. Straight up. First half, game was over. It's over. Charles Barkley did the best inside the NBA. He had the whole broomstick out, and he was sweeping them up, sweeping them up. Simple as that. Now we get to this is now a very, very interesting series that we're about to discuss, and that is Portland versus Denver. Portland, I mean, Denver has found something. We already knew the guard advantage was Portland. The, the front court big advantage was Denver. It's basically game one. The, the front court, the, the back court won. They made 17 or 18 threes. I forgot what it was. They won the first game. The past two games, including yesterday, the front court has dominated. Joker is the MVP for a reason. He is straight up killing people. Aaron Gordon, listen, we all know how I feel about Aaron Gordon as a former Magic fan, but give him credit. He has played very, very well. Paul Millsap looks rejuvenated. Jermichael Green's making plays. And they got Michael Porter Jr., the front court is just dominating the backcourt slash forwards of Portland. Austin Rivers, give him his credit, man. The man was sitting at home for two months looking for opportunity. Comes in 16 points in the fourth quarter 
four threes. I think it was four threes or three threes. I, I can't remember. And the game clinching free throws also. And listen, they just no Jamal Murray. No. So imagine if they did have Jamal Murray. Oh my God. Because just two years ago, Portland played Denver and they beat them game seven at Port at Denver. Yep. So obviously they these are different teams we're talking about, but the main people, you know, they had Nurkic, they had Dame, they had CJ, they had um uh, they didn't have Melo, obviously, but they had um Zach Collins, they had Rodney Hood, they had the Seth Curry, I think was on that team, if I remember correctly. Yep. And Denver still had Jamal Murray, Jokic, uh Paul Millsap, Will Barn. They had these boys, they had all these players, yeah. So obviously the two teams are different. They had their own rivalry at this point, in my opinion, because of how many games they played each other. But Denver just listen. Jamal Murray's not here. That don't mean shit. We can still win the series. And that's how they're taking it. And now, once again, game four, which will happen tomorrow, is the biggest game of the series. If Portland wins this game, they can win the series. Portland loses this game, the series is over. And we love that as fans. Do or die, bro. And is Portland really going to lose three straight? That's hard to imagine, but the Joker, the MVP, listen, everyone's on notice. Chaitan, your thoughts? I mean, yeah, this is – I don't think any of us gave Denver a chance. We said, I think most of us had Portland. I think I picked them in six. I think I picked Portland in six. I picked Portland in six too. Yeah. I'm like, so I oh, thought, yeah, this yeah. front court uh, – this back court is just going to be too much. And then you realize how much of an advantage Joker has against everyone in that back court. You know, we're like, okay, if you, without Jamal Murray, and that was the key for us picking the series, we were like, okay, without Jamal Murray, Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum are so much better than whatever guards that Denver is going to throw at them that it should outweigh this series. And that's not the case. And what's interesting is it's the same thing with Den- with Portland every year is, hey, their front court or their back court generates so much offense, what are we going to get from the back court, right? They're not that great defensively in the back court, which is probably why Joker's tearing them apart, but they're also not as offensively skilled as we want to say they are in in the back court as well. And that's, that's where... That's where things just happen here is yeah yeah what happened Nurkic fouled out right what are you gonna uh, who are you gonna put on on um yeah who you who are you gonna put on Joker after that because you know Cantor not great defensively played six minutes they went to a not and they went to a nine player lineup yesterday I don't think they have the way it looked I don't think they have enough to beat them Oh, okay. So, okay. Okay. I think, I think I, I won't say that. I won't say that because of the talent Portland has. I think it's pretty evenly matched. It's got, I think it's going to go seven now. I think I'll go seven uh, instead of six by selling Portland. It's all, I think Will Barton. If Will Barton comes back, if he comes back, then Denver will win the series. And Will Barton, I think since they won yesterday, I would give Will Barton until the home game. So, mm-hmm. if Denver gets back home, I'll say, yo, we won this game. So, obviously, we're not satisfied, obviously, but we still, we got home court back. Let's play game four tomorrow, 
and let's get Will Barron some more rest. And if Will Barron comes back, listen, man, Will Barron, that man, he can score, he can shoot, he can play defense, he can make plays. So if you add Will Barron on top of what Denver has, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, Joker, um, uh, Compazzo plays his role, Austin Rivers off the bench, Paul Millsap looks ready to go. So they still got players, and they have the MVP. Have them if you have an MVP, you have a shot. And Joker is just showing everyone, bro, I can't run that fast, I can't jump that high, I'm not shredded, I'm not diesel. But guess what? I'm just better at you at, than at, I'm better than you at basketball. Yeah, simple. He's just better, and it is it's justice. I feel so bad that they don't have Jamal Murray because I think with the way we're seeing this NBA playoffs go. If they had Jamal Murray right now, from the way they're playing, I could have seen them go to the NBA Finals. Yeah, but yeah. they don't have Jamal Murray, and eventually that will catch up to them. Yeah, I so, think if they make it out of this series... They will likely play the Lakers. If, if everything goes as we assume, yeah. they'll play the Lakers. But with Jamal, Michael Porter how he is now, Aaron Gordon, Will Bourne coming back, uh, Joker... Millsap off the bench, Austin Rivers in a limited role, Monty Morris in a limited role. Listen, man, it, w- it would be something something to watch because Michael Porter was not this Michael Porter last year in the bubble. That was not this man. So there would be an upgrade right there. But let's not live in hypotheticals because Jamal Murray, sadly, we won't get to see him until 2022. So that's a shame, but – it is what it is. Now we look forward to the next game, which is on Saturday. Just like last weekend, we had we had four games Saturday, four games Sunday. We had that again. Obviously, it's going to be the final time that happens unless miracles happen. And game sevens happen in every series, which is not going to happen. So we get to enjoy this last weekend full of basketball until the series goes to the second round. But then let's get to tonight's games. Tonight's game is – I think we have a lot of good ones. We have one bad one, in my opinion. Boston versus obviously Brooklyn and Brooklyn's going to, I think we both know Brooklyn's going to win. We assume they're going to win. They should sweep them. Yep. It will be interesting to see how the Boston fans react because obviously what Kyrie said. So it's going to be interesting. The ovation he gets, it won't be nice. I hope to keep it civil because we've been seeing all this fan behavior. That's pretty stupid. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't think we need to put more, put much time there. This is a foregone conclusion. The Nets are going to win this series. But then the other two games, we got in five minutes, Knicks and Hawks with tip off at the ATL. The, since the All-Star break, the Atlanta Hawks are 17-2 and two at home. The Knicks are great at home, and so are the Hawks. I think the Hawks win tonight. Trey Young been talking a lot, and I think this is going to be a big, long series. So I think today, the Hawks take care of business. Trey Young, he balls out in his first game, first playoff game at the crib. Thoughts. I think this is gonna this is gonna be Trey Young's walk like hit his coronation to you know the NBA. Atlanta. His coronation to Atlanta and his coronation to the NBA. Because you know that the dude that they traded away, quote unquote, has had his although he oh let's be honest here, he is a different beast. Yeah, no, I'm but I'm saying like he's had his moments in in the playoffs already last season every game 
I think every playoff game, Luka has shown up. Yep. He's ever played in. He's built for moments like this. He loves the shine, the stage. Yep. And I'm saying, like, in this case, like, yo, you, you know, we we got the welcome to the NBA moment for Luka in the playoffs. We, you know, we've seen flashes of Trey Young like this in the in the two games he's played, but I think this is this game is gonna just be we're just gonna be sitting there in awe of what Trey Young does. I think, yeah, Atlanta should win this one. I think they win this one pretty easily, too, given the way the Knicks have played the last two games. Yeah, we'll see how Julius Randle, because he played well. He played decent last game. First game was awful. So he's still – we haven't seen Julius Randle, like, you know, his, even his averages, 24, like 10 and 7. We haven't even seen that Julius Randle yet. So we'll see in, like, a couple minutes the game's about to tip off. But that final game of tonight – Woo! There's a lot of decisions that are going to be impacted off of this game, in my opinion. This game is an off-season game. Like where, yo, this happened off-season. You know why? Because of what happened in the playoffs. They got the Clippers. They all saying the right stuff. Tyron Lue saying, yo, I can't wait to see how we respond. Okay, Tyron Lue, let's see. Hey, he was on a team that came back from 3-1 in the NBA Finals. He was the head coach of that team. So he has some experience in this. Difference being he had LeBron James and Kyrie he had LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love instead of the squad he has right now. But this squad does have talent. And let's see. Kawhi Leonard is center stage. Paul George, you're playing in Dallas. This is as hostile as it gets. You're playing in Dallas. Luca's first home playoff game. Because last year there was the bubble. Remember that. This is KP's first home playoff game. Because he never made the playoffs with the Knicks. So there's a lot of first going on here. It will be a big statement if the Clippers can save their season and win this game tonight. If not, they are the frauds that we have pegged them to be. And I think the Clippers win. This is, a, this is it. This is a ride or die. Clippers win. They lose. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Cancun, one, two, three. Yeah, I think. I've been sitting on this for a while. Uh, I think they win tonight. It's it's still going to be a close game. It's not going to be like... It's not going to... Wait, wait, wait. You said they're going to sweep them. I know. No, no, I, no, 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 no. You said if the Clippers end up losing at home, they will not come back to Clippers, the the, uh, the Staples Center. All right. You said yeah. that. You can't deviate. All right. I'm going to stick with it. I think Luca puts on like... We're going to see like 40, 15, and 10 tonight. Oh, man. Oh, God. If he drops 40, 15, if he does a triple double, you know, a lot of people's offensive uh, cards are going to be taken away. And we, we're just going to sit there and just be like, ah, it, uh, we don't know what to say at this point. Oh, he, at, in, okay, so he's played, they won two games last year against the Clippers. That was, that yeah, season yeah, was 4 2. Four, two. In his, so in his eight games, he's played against the Clippers. I think he's averaging like 32, 9, and 8. It's not about him, bro, to be honest. Let him get his. Tim Hardaway can't get 26, 28. And, like, you yeah. can't have them dropping 20-plus on you. Like, let Luca get 40, 35, whatever. But don't let the rest cook. If they do, they're going to win, and this series is officially over. And that's why we play the games. That's the nightcap. 
and we can't wait to watch. I hope you're watching because we will be because it's just fun. And after last year, nothing's promised. So until next one, peace out.